Choice, not chance. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Amen. Pray to God so. Make the proper choices. You'll have a great destiny. Okay, we've been looking at... Uh, oh, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, that as we look to your word, thank you, Lord, that... Uh, each and every one of us, Father God, will gain a greater understanding, Father God. And as we understand your word, Father God, our faith will grow. And thus we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. We've been looking at faith the last couple, three weeks, and we will continue for a little bit on faith. Uh, faith for the believer is all important, we said. For without faith you cannot please God. That's Hebrews 11.6. Faith is a necessity because without faith you can't be saved. Apart from it, you can't do anything for the kingdom of God. So faith is needed. So let's go, since we're going to go to that uh, famous chapter, that's Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 1, it says, that's Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a substance. It has tangibility in the realm of the spirit. Okay? And of course, just keep your marker there. We're just going to fly down a couple of these things. Go to Romans chapter 10. That's Romans chapter 10. <clears throat> Pardon me. In Romans chapter 10, looking at verse 17, it says, that's Romans 10, 17, so faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So hearing is, hearing the word of God is the only, is very vital to establish our faith. If you're not hearing the word of God, your faith is not going to be established. Uh, again, uh, like I said last week, faith speaks of things that are sure, solid, and true. Faith isn't wishful thinking or an unrealistic hoping. We also noted last week that faith is linked and established in truth. So when you are in faith, you're joining yourself, putting down roots in truth. Faith that has substance demands results. Your faith, if you're having substance, will demand results. It makes promises present and real. And the unseen things visible. Remember, faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things what? Not seen. Okay. 
as we develop our faith, we become more established, we become steadfast, stable, and you become strong in faith. The more we give ourselves to God, glory, we can expect covenant rights to manifest as we operate in faith. These are some of the things we spoke up last week. Faith works according to what God says is possible. Faith works according to what God says is possible. And uh, since we're in the neighborhood of Corinthians, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. This is what we need to be doing. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. That's speaking of believers. That should be speaking of all Christians, but uh, not all Christians are doing that. So we need to uh, walk by faith and not by sight. Now, the enemy has tactics to hinder you, to remove and destroy your faith. Hmm. So let's look at a few of these things that hinder our faith. Let's go to the Matthew, uh, book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 6 to begin with. Jesus is speaking. That's Matthew chapter 6, looking at verse 30. We're going to find something that hinders faith. Uh, beginning verse uh, 30. That's Matthew 6, 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the fields, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you of little faith? This speaks of cares. We take on cares. Uh, I'm not having enough money, you know, you care about it. Uh, um, or it's a care that you say, well, it's not that hard, I, you know, I can do it. It's a care. Uh, we take on the cares of the world, the riches and etc. But what does First Peter? We're going to First Peter chapter five. What does Jesus say about uh, care? That's First Peter chapter five. First Peter chapter five. Looking at verse. Whoa, where am I at? Maybe. Well, maybe it's Second Peter five. There's no. Yeah, how did I get that turned around? Yeah, First Peter, 
five seven. Boy. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Thus, we can maintain our faith status if we give the cares to the Lord. And again, going back to Matthew 8. O ye of little faith, the cares, cast your cares on him. So don't let cares get in your way. Okay, let's now turn to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8 is quite interesting also. Matthew 8. Let's begin with verse 23. And when he had entered the sh into the ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there, were, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And verse 26 goes on again. And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Fear. We are caught up in fear. So, so far, we, cares are there that we get caught up. And now we see that we're caught up in fear. Fear of the unknown. Frightening thoughts. What if this were to happen? That's fear. And 2 Timothy, the answer for that is 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, O ye of little faith, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Glory to God. So, cares are taken care of because he takes care of all, removes all our cares. Fear is taken care of because he's given, not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Um, it's time that we begin to walk in our authority, what the Word of God tells us to do. You know, we should not fear anything. Okay. Uh, returning to the book of Matthew, let's go to the 14th chapter. In the 14th chapter of Matthew, looking at verse 31, Matthew 14, 31. Uh, Peter is walking on the water to a degree. Verse 31, Matthew 14, 31. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? So we see cares, fears, and doubt. Doubt means to question the truth. The question is, have I been told all 
that I need to know? That's a question. That's a doubt. And turn with me to 1 Timothy. This time we'll find the answer here. 1 Timothy chapter 2. Look at verse 8. That's 1 Timothy 2, 8. I will therefore that men everywhere, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. We need to be in prayer. When doubt hits us, we need to pray. pray. Lift up holy hands without, uh, without wrath and doubt. Uh, we, need to, in, we also need to have words of thanksgiving. It will do much to bolster our faith. So when, so when that doubt comes, you need, we need to start thanking God. Thank God and praise God. Then doubt will have to go. Amen. Glory to God. Okay, let's uh, you go back to Matthew chapter 16 this time. But you never saw so many little faiths in, in Matthew, huh? Matthew chapter 16. Look at verse 8. Matthew 16, 8. Which what then Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason among yourselves? Okay, we have cares, fears, doubts, and reasonings. Reason or reasoning means that you begin to compromise. We thought this, or I thought that, those words begin to settle in. That's compromise. You're taking your ideas above God's. And Acts chapter 2, let's go to Acts chapter 2 and find A good answer. Acts chapter 2. Pardon me, not Acts chapter. Acts chapter 6. I'm looking at verse 2. That's Acts chapter 6, verse 2. Then 12 called the multitude of the disciples unto them, and he said, Is it not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables? So the reasoning, oh, you know, you, you should be able to do the table. Um, we need to be obedient to fulfill what God's called us to do. Don't reason about it. Well, you know, I don't know if God called me to do that. We need to remove the, the, that reason, the reasoning. So we have Cares, fear, doubt, and reasoning. In each one of those cases, Jesus said, Oh, thou of little faith that accompany it. Okay, let's go now to the book of Proverbs. Amen. Glory to God. Book of Proverbs, chapter 4. We saw this last week, but we'll bring it up again. 
Proverbs 4, and beginning with verse 20. My son, attend to my words. That's Proverbs 4.20. Incline thy ears to my saying. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to their flesh. So it says, let not the word depart from thy eyes. Let not the word depart from the eyes. What did Joshua say? The book of Joshua, chapter 1. Verse 8, Joshua 1, 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein, for thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. So we need to have the word before us day and night. So don't let it depart from thy eyes. Let's go to the book of John. I know you're, you're happy with me this morning. John chapter 8. Beginning with verse 31. John 8, 31. Jesus said unto those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, here's that word again, day and night, then thou shalt be my disciples indeed. And when you have the word, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, or set us free. Glory to God. So as we have the word before us, constantly, the word will set us free. Uh, we also found last week that faith is not restricted to a time limit. We're told to keep on believing, keep on saying, till the manifestation takes place. So let's go back to Mark chapter 11. That's Mark chapter 11. Verse 22, it begins with, And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Verse 23, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, thou shalt not doubt, in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath said shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he saith. Glory to God. So we, that uh, Jesus didn't put a time limit. He says it's going to happen right away. It may take some time, but sometimes, you know, it just depends on your faith. Faith calls things that be not as though they were. Go to Romans chapter 4, and we will get back to where we're going. Romans chapter 4. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. So faith calls things that be not as though they were. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Faith or unbelief, is determined by our confession we are making. Whatever confession you make, you either have faith or unbelief. No one, no one raises above their personal confession. What's your confession this morning? Are you listening? Only you can change things. 
as you hear the word over and over, you can change things. Hallelujah. Go with me back. Uh, go me to the book of Hebrews. I've got a whole list of things here. The book of Hebrews chapter 4. In Hebrews chapter 4. Look at verse 14, the last. Hebrews 4, 14. It's the last part we want to look at it, but let's read the whole thing. Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, Son of God, let us hold fast our profession or our confession. We need to hold, hold fast to, our, to the word, our confession. Our confession has to be based upon God's word. Only. Can't say, well, Buddha said this. No, this, this is only God's word that's going to be truthful. Uh, going back to Matthew, I got. And back in Matthew chapter 12. Looking at verse 37, we looked at it last week. Jesus says, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt what? Be condemned. So, we need to watch our words. You want to speak positive over yourself, over the things. Amen. Um, Isaiah chapter 7, you looked at this one last week too, but... Uh, if you didn't highlight it last week, you could highlight it now. That's um, Isaiah chapter 7, looking at verse 9. We want to look at the last part of it. They would say part B. If, you, if, you, if ye will not believe, surely ye shall not be established. If we're not believing God's word, we can't be established. Our faith will not be established. Well, we need to believe. All right. Now, we said that faith has four components. Anybody remember? Without these components, faith will not work. All these things need to work together. First, one, faith has a path. It takes a direct action. It does not deviate. It believes. Faith believes. Two, faith is patience or has patience. And it has an ongoing energy. So however long it takes, faith has the energy to sustain. You look at Abraham. He had 25 years of believing. Three, faith has power. It is active to bring victory into your life. And four, faith has a pattern. It must be exercised. You just can't use it once in a while. You need to exercise your faith daily. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter four. Faith deals with the unseen.
Faith deals with unseen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things what? Not seen. So let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, looking at verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we want to look. We need to focus on the things not seen. We need to stop focusing on things that are seen. Well, um, my checkbook looks like this. My car looks like that. Uh, the bills look like that. No, we have to start focusing on things not seen. Return with me to the book of Mark. In Mark chapter 9, in Mark chapter 9, Jesus is speaking and he says in verse 23, that's Mark 9, 23, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Hallelujah, all things are possible to him that believeth. Amen. Is this possible for everyone? <laughs> Correct. No, it's not possible for everyone. It's only to the believers. Amen. So as a believer, and you're using your faith, you have the advantage. Now, anytime that you have an advantage of something, you win. You should win. Okay, going back to Hebrews. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11 once more, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of not, uh, things not seen. Well, that's kind of rough to do, isn't it? I mean, you, so what are we told to do? Because we can't see things. We're told to do Romans chapter 12. Tells us what we need to do. Romans 12 beginning with verse 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercy of God. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So it's the word that's going to change us here. So we need to have our minds renewed. You have to renew our mind. You just can't say, well, you know, this is going to happen. You have to find out what God's word says about it and speak it. Going all the way back to the Old Testament, and you want to find uh, Isaiah chapter 55. In Isaiah chapter 55. Jesus speaking. Well, God speaking. Verse 8 and 9. That's Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. 
For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your, your thoughts. So that means we need to begin to operate under Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. We need to find out what God says, and we need to think like God. Um, we must realize that doing things God, God's way is always better. He says, my ways are higher. So we need to follow God's ways. We have the word, let's go back to Romans, I mean, pardon me, Hebrews. I'm going to have so many spots open here. Hebrews chapter 11. We looked at, we have God's word that says, nothing is impossible to him that believeth. We are to believe that we receive. Amen? Amen? Okay, let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. And we want to go to verse 11. That's Hebrews 11, verse 11. From the King James first. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of the child which, she, which when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. From the Amplified, verse 11. Because of faith, also Sarah herself received physical power to conceive a child, even when she was long past the age for it, because she considered God, who had given her the promise to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word. Amen. Amen. No, Sarah received. Look at, look at it. Look at it. Verse 11. Through faith we also, also Sarah herself received. She received what by faith? She received what? Strength to conceive. Uh, the Amplified said, the word uh, receive also in the Hebrew means power. And they did it here in, in Amplified. Because of faith, also Sarah herself received physical power. So, through faith, she received power to conceive. It's the power of faith that works. Amen. So your faith has the power. That was that third ingredient. The power creates the impossibilities to be possible. Okay, let's go to now the book of Luke. The book of Luke, chapter 5. We're going to see faith in operation. Luke 5, 17. And it came to pass. That's Luke 5, 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Jerusalem, or Judea and Jerusalem, and the 
What? And the power of the Lord was present to heal him, them. Wow. Verse 18. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which had taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop, let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. Note this. And when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their power of faith, he said unto the man, Thy sins be, are forgiven. And also, uh, in verse 23, which is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven, or do I say, Rise up and walk. So, faith has the invisible power for the believer. Faith is the invisible power for the believer. Hallelujah. First Corinthians, First Corinthians. You can really have to think about some of these things we were talking about this morning. First Corinthians chapter two. First Corinthians chapter two. Again, faith is the unseen power that's available to us. First Corinthians chapter two, looking at verse beginning with verse four. And my speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and of power, faith. That your faith, look at verse 5, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the what? Power of God. So faith has the power of God behind it. Your faith has the power of God behind it. Whoa, this is exciting. Your faith has the power to do things. Oh, glory. Luke 8. Let's go to Luke 8 one more time. Or not one more time, but Luke 8 this time. Luke 8. Let's see what this, what's going on here. Luke chapter 8. Boy, you're, you're, if we're operating in faith, we've got some power. Luke 8. Um, Jesus has uh, been called to go to uh, Jairus' daughter, who's sick. And as he's going along the way, we see in verse 43, and a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, that's uh, Luke 8. Uh, 43. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, when, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him, speaking of Jesus, and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched or stopped. And Jesus said unto me, pardon me, and Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee, and thou sayest, Who touched me? 
And Jesus said, Someone has touched me because I perceive that what? Virtue. That word also, virtue, can mean power. Has gone on to me. Someone with faith has taken the power to receive. Power has gone out of me. Power left him by the faith of this woman. She said, if I may just touch his garment, I will be healed. There was that faith, that power of faith bringing healing. Oh, let's go on, uh, continue. Let's read verse 46. And Jesus said, somebody hath touched me, but I perceive that power has gone out of me. Verse 47. Then the woman... And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Uh, she's trembling. Is he going to take, the, take it away? Is he going to take the, that, uh, my healing away because I didn't ask? She asked in fire. Okay, verse 48 is what we want to look at. And Jesus said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Thy faith, thy power of the power on her faith made her whole. You become dangerous, or we become dangerous, when we resist the devil and believe, speak, and act upon God's word because the power will come forth. But we need, to have, we need to also have courage and boldness declaring it. Okay, just like this woman. As a righteous man receiveth life by faith, so faith comes by continued life. Okay, let me read that again. As, right, as a righteous man receiveth life by faith, so by faith he continues to live. The good things of the, new, of the new covenant are secured and held in by faith. Your faith, that power of faith will bring in all the blessings that you are believing for. Okay. Now, we're going to look at a couple of foundational truths. That uh, Let's go to Psalms 107. Psalms 107. In, Psalm, in Psalms 107... Let's begin verse 1. Psalms 107, verse 1. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Glory to God, hallelujah. What a good thing. Verse 2 is what we need to look at. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. How many, uh, how many of us are saying, I'm redeemed? How many, how many Christians do you, you hear saying, I'm redeemed? I'm delivered. We need to start speaking out. That's what it says. We need, it says, Amen. let the redeemed say so. Amen. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I may have been redeemed from the enemy. The curse is broken. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 10. This is another thing that... Uh, We've looked at, but in Hebrews chapter 10, 
Verse 38, Hebrews 10, 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall not have pleasure in him. So we need to have faith operate in operation at all times. And when we have our faith in operation at all times, we please God. Don't you want to please God? You need to have faith in operation. Matthew chapter 6. We're coming to a close. In Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 verse, pardon me. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That power will be added unto you. Your faith will declare it and bring it forth. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's go to First uh, John for our last scripture. First John chapter 5. Are you declaring things over yourselves? 1 John chapter 5, looking at verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God. How many born of God in here? How many, how many new people? You let the redeem what? Oh, glory to God. I'm born again. Again, verse 4, 1 John 4, 5, 4. For whatsoever is born of God, you're born of God. Look what happens. Overcometh the world. Wow, there should have been some excitement. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Your faith is in operation. The power of God behind it. Now, get ready, Heather. We We sang a song earlier. It says, Got to give him glory. Got to give him glory. We got to give him glory. For what? For the overflow. Mm-hmm. Amen. Are you allowing your faith to overflow and give, so you can give God glory? Most are murmuring, complaining. Most Christians are murmuring, complaining. They don't have an overflow. You got to start to let the redeemed say so. Because yes. you're an overcomer. Then the overflow comes. And we'll end with this. Number 13, I believe it was. But God says. That, that song should be turning in your mind all the day, all tomorrow. Let faith take hold and walk in victory. Let's all stand. Glory to God. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We, we thank you, Lord, that your word is true, Father God, and I thank you, Lord, that uh, that which needs to be accomplished in our lives, Father God, that we begin to walk in the faith, Father God, that you've called us to do. And Father God, we just want to lift up uh, the members, Father God, that have uh, Gina Fox's family, Father God, uh, during this uh, time of sorrow and grief, the passing away of her mother, Father God. We, we ask, Lord, that you give them strength, uh, for the next few days, Father God, and as they return, Father God, make, make their flights, Father God, perfect, Father God. Be no delays or mishaps, so Father, we praise you. Just give you thanks, Lord. Be with them in this time.
As we go our separate ways, Father God, we thank you again, Father God, that we are the redeemed and we say so. Amen.